Yay. It's time to start the podcast, Mickey. It's time Hi, everybody. to start the podcast. Hi. Congratulations. You're listening to Thanks We Hate It. Yay. I love that for all of you. What I don't love is what we're going to talk about today. I'm, <laughs> I'm Hannah Lehman. And I'm Mickey Atkins. And... I already said that. We're listening to the... You're listening to... Wow. And I already said that you're listening to Thanks We Hate It. We made what it. What an intro. It's so good. We are professionals. We sure are. How are you? You know, you I'm doing? okay. What's new? Um, what's new? Um, today, I'm just generally sleepy. Oh, you know what? The other reason that I'm sleepy is because I'm redoing my what's backyard that? right now. And it is a labor of oh, love. Yeah. <laughs> Gotcha. Mm-hmm. What are you doing for your backyard? Like, what is so, it that it does? Be it's every time I text you, I feel like you're like, oh, sorry, I was working on my backyard. No, literally, <laughs> and it's like a lot of labor. So, like, yeah. tell tell the home folk, okay, if people own homes and yards yeah. out there, what it is you're doing. Um, so, so actually, yes, you tips because this, this sure was a will. valuable lesson learned for me because the house that we live in, the folks who like owned it before us, it's very much giving like snowbirds moved to Arizona find like you know like the southwest very interesting but like know nothing about (laughs) it because they installed this irrigation system in the backyard and planted a bunch of non-native plants that require a lot of water a lot of care a lot of shade which if you don't know anything about Arizona we'd have none of those things like it's hot it's right uh, we're in a drought constantly and it's (laughs) sunny as fuck here so all of the plants shade Mm-hmm. No, there's no shade. So all of the plants required like 35 to 40 minutes of water on an irrigation drip every day, which if you're not aware, is just like fucking gallons, gallons and gallons of water every day, which first of all is expensive, but second of huh. all is so bad for the environment. Yeah. So the, the lesson yeah. learned was that if you um, are like fortunate enough or privileged enough to be able to buy a house, don't turn your nose up at the backyards that have nothing in them because I would have so preferred <laughs> to just start with a dirt lot and then add our own stuff because the reason it's taken us so long is that we've had to rip out all of the old plants that aren't compatible with the desert and try to find somewhere for them to live. Uh-huh. Fix the 10-year-old irrigation system that has constant leaks. Also move the like literal, literally, Hannah, I'm not even joking you, literally like two to three tons of rocks that Aaron and I have just shoveled by hand through sheer power of will and a wheelbarrow to scooch out of the way so that we can lay down. Okay, so you're like trying to take out everybody else's mistakes. Yes. Like basically like yes. you bought you bought that house um, mm-hmm. and other people, yeah. And yeah. so are you trying to make it like pretty too or are you or is it taking is it a huge project just to fix what's wrong with it? Yeah, mostly we're trying to make it functional because the thing that really chaps my ass about this whole situation is that our backyard is actually quite large. So first of all, there's plenty of space for the dogs to run around and play. As yeah. some of you might know, my dog Savannah broke her leg uh last year. She like ripped her doggy ACL right. and had leg surgery. Um, because our backyard is filled with rocks that are unsafe for puppies to run on. There's this thing. I don't know if you, do you know what a rock river is? Uh, not specifically. It's like a very I mean, Arizona the name, thing. I could guess, but oh, okay. Then I probably don't. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it looks like a little riverbed, but it's just filled with this type of rock that's called riprap. It's like shitty, like small boulders 
they're like like larger than regular rocks but like you know smaller than like a, an actual boulder um like yeah. rocks the size of a football ish and they just like snaked it through our backyard so if our backyard is a rectangle right it cut it uh-huh. from the lower right hand corner to the upper left hand corner so you have these two shitty half trapezoid shapes of yard one of which has a giant mesquite tree in it and the other half has an orange tree in it and so there was like no usable space to like sit yeah. down or like if we because what we're, we're what we're doing too is also laying artificial turf for the dogs to play on oh and so we had like the space for it but because of this thing that was like snaking through the yard we couldn't uh-huh. use it so we've just had to pick all of those up and then level the dirt dig all of the other rocks out of the way and like dig two inches of topsoil out of the way so that we can get sand delivered to put pavers down and then all of the like stuff that you're supposed to put underneath artificial turf i don't know yeah so we're, we are doing that but also because it's so expensive to pay someone to do it i was just gonna just say it sounds it very expensive <laughs> yeah don't get me wrong you're it's still DIYing it's it. not cheap necessarily but it's certainly cheaper yeah. than hiring a team to right do it, so I hate it when people just like do something like they pull out a plan without a plan. Like, old and same. I feel like that's what like old, because when we bought, um, not me, but my parents, the house that I like mostly grew up in yeah. when they bought it and we moved in there when I was like nine, the previous owners had put a, they were trying to make a pond in the backyard but they literally just dug a hole and filled it with concrete like they had no water system they had no idea what they were doing they had no no idea how ponds worked so we had to fix it after we went in there and it was so weird because it was like what were you thinking yes and it sounds a lot like that where it's like you don't know the area you don't actually know what you're doing but you have this vision in your head and you're like oh well that should work Mm -hmm. it's like okay no it doesn't arts and crafts projects that's a great plan yes be artful you know like paint paint whatever it doesn't matter if it turns out great exactly it's a great therapeutic tool but when it's somebody's yard or it's something that big like what are you doing hire a professional or at least google it (laughs) yes well that's the thing is that like i don't even really know very much about backyard landscaping you know but when we decided right. we wanted to undertake this project, we were like, okay, hold on. We're Googling a bunch of stuff. We like <laughs> called these places to say like, hey, this is what we're doing. Roughly this is our square footage. Like what supplies do we need to do this correctly? And like obviously we compared prices and got advice from a bunch of different yes. places. But like that is how we came to the conclusion of like all of the supplies and stuff that we need. You know, we didn't just like go to Home Depot and wild out to the tune of like several thousand dollars. Like right. I'm pretty sure these people did. Just – right like what the fuck it's like yeah exactly i get it mm-hmm. that's you know watch some youtube videos because there's literally. always a youtube video there is a youtube video for literally everything yes. to diy anything somebody will show you on youtube so yes it's like exactly come on <laughs> it's not that hard sorry i know but yeah, so that's how I am. How are you? I'm good. I got Botox under my arms Ooh. last week, which mm-hmm. if people out there don't know, I have hyperhidrosis, which a lot of people have. It's very common. It's just excessive sweating, basically, especially under your arms. And I would have like terrible pit stains like all the time, would ruin shirts. So this is the that. second time I've gone in and I needed to get them redone. 
The last time I got it was in September, and it lasted about that long. So that's pretty good. Wow. And I got it back again just in time for summer. Mm-hmm. And good my call. pits have never been drier. And I just can't recommend it enough. If you guys don't know, <laughs> Botox is not just for wrinkles, and it does help for migraines, too, for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But it actually has other, like, strange things that it does, and sweating is one of them. Like, people, I guess people that get Botox on their face or their forehead don't sweat on their forehead either. So it is, oh. like, some people get it in their palms for, like, palm sweat. Interesting. Yeah. So, but I just get it under my arms, and... I'm just like happiness level went from like, you know, nine to 10 because of it. Hell like, yeah. You know, it's just like, <laughs> so you just don't feel, I feel like before when I'm so sweaty, I just yeah. feel like I have to shower mm-hmm. all the time. Yes. And Damn. so I, yeah. I should so get Botox for my under boob sweat. That sounds fun. divine. Get- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not positive and I can't relate to that issue so <laughs> but um you know I'm sure somebody would do it for you yeah. so um yeah I did that let's see what else oh I'm moving next month by the way what I didn't even know that um, what the heck yeah a lot of people know that I moved just a year ago yeah. to a I had a studio apartment that was about I believe it was like 450 square feet or something like that I mean it was a glorified bedroom that that I lived in way before so now I live in this current place which a lot of people remember me moving if you've been with me for a while and uh, it's a one bedroom nice and it's about 750 square feet and it's been lovely to have some more space however it's not enough space I don't have, I just don't have enough space to do YouTube full time in a one bedroom apartment because I have this, what you're looking Mm -hmm. at right now, if you're watching on YouTube is a desk that's built into the wall of these apartments in the corner. And I like built kind of a little studio space, but I have, I mean, again, if anybody does YouTube, they understand, Mm -hmm. you understand, but around me is a thousand cords, a camera, tripods, computer, yep. Uh, audio interface um, to lighting a lighting setup like it's takes so much space and yeah. I was just getting sick of it so I went across the street and they have townhouses across the street and they're raising my rent here anyway they're oh. raising my rent a like five percent for this one bedroom apartment for 750 my square God. feet across the street it's gonna be about 400 dollars more a month mm-hmm. and it's 1100 square feet for a, a townhouse Holy across shit. the street yeah my God. so i know so i just got approved for the application the gal called me and she was like i was like okay well can i think about it for a couple days like can mm-hmm. i come see the unit yeah and she was like you can't see the unit because the people aren't moving out till the oh. 31st. We don't have any units to show. And then we're renovating your unit before we... So they're going to change the floors and everything before okay. I go in. So that's nice. And she was like, I could tell you about where it is so you could come look at it on the outside. 
so that you can just kind of get a feel for it and everything because I've seen pictures online of the inside I like know I want a townhouse so whatever Mm -hmm. so I met with her and she was like yeah no sorry but also if you don't put the $500 deposit down I am gonna call the next person on the list and offer it to them like it goes really fast here and people don't move out of here people have been living like a lot of people there have been living there for like 30 years so like she it's not like the apartment I'm at now where there's so much turnover that you can get on a unit anytime right and so she was like sorry but you gotta make (laughs) i was like i want it i want it (laughs) so i did so it kind of derailed my day because i ended up going to the bank and uh, doing applications and stuff but i already got approved and i will be moving in sometime in june and I'm going to hire movers this time because I refuse to try and recruit my poor parents and friends (laughs) and to help me move giant furniture. So uh, I'm just so excited because I'm going to have a separate bedroom for uh, I'm going to have a separate bedroom for a studio and an office and then I'll have my bedroom and then I'll I'm have a whole downstairs you, dude, area. It's life changing having space yes. that you can just like leave this stuff up because we've been talking about that. Like just leave it all there. Yes. I have to pack it all up after filming like every week. The way that I would pain. literally damage my own equipment because I would be like angrily putting yeah. stuff away. <laughs> like I have no patience for that. Yes. Oh. So can I tell you one more thing with mm-hmm. moving? I really want to know your feelings on this because some people hate this and other people love this animal. I, now that I would have a separate bedroom, which I would put this in the studio, Mm -hmm. but I have been wanting and looking into getting pet rats for years, for years. (sighs) I have wanted them for so long. And I haven't had the space because rats, I don't know how much you know about pet rats, but they need huge cages yes. with many levels. Mm-hmm. And so I need like a five level, basically like yes. takes up half the room. Cage, so much enrichment. Really yes. They need a lot of enrichment. And I was like, well, I'll get two because I know you can't get one. Yeah. So they're social. But now I'm like the more videos I'm watching, I might get three. Because a lot of people are recommending oh that they need little groups, like, so that oh. it's really hard to stick. Like, I've heard it's the most most ethical to put them at least in groups of three. Okay. Because, God, I hope my mom's not listening to this because <laughs> she would be, like, rolling her eyes at me. She thinks, like, <laughs> not that she, like, it's not like she cares that much, but she would just, like, she has opinions about yeah, <laughs> things valid. like that. And I've been watching this this girl who does like all rat and mice content on yes. youtube and epiology i think is what her name is Ugh, I don't em- think I've watched i'll link i'll link her channel below because she's great and she deserves more love i love her she's in the uk and she said that it's actually like two rats is the bare minimum but mm. it is kind of like sticking somebody with a roommate and having only that person to talk to for the rest of their lives. That's and it fair. is best to have at least three because then if they bond with one over the other, they yeah. have like, it's better. So I might get three rats. I love that personally. In because this next house. Also, listen. Do you like rats? A lot of people, I tell them that and they're like, ew. Well, here's the thing. 
I like, would I feel comfortable to hold one? Probably not. Well, just because I'm like very skittish, like lizards okay. and bugs. Like it's not Fair. that I dislike them. It's just that things moving suddenly while I'm touching them, like activates my <laughs> startle fair. response. That's I fair. have such a sensitive startle response. Aaron can scare okay. me literally just by walking into the room. <laughs> um, but I like one of my obsessions for the last like year has been watching hamster and mice like videos Content. on youtube yes. yes i love victoria rachel i love the channel used to be called aaron's animals but it's like i think it's called something else now mm. um but i am like so i know so much hannah about hamster care <laughs> And about small animal care. See, I don't like so hamsters. Soothing. I wouldn't get. Oh, I would not get another hamster. I I've had. Ha- so I had cute. hamsters. They're adorable, but rats are surprisingly way cleaner than hamsters. I could see that. Um, and rats are a lot smarter than hamsters. Mm-hmm. They can like you can train rats. I've heard you can even potty train rats to go in a certain oh. area of their enclosure. Mm-hmm. And I had rats as a kid, or I've had hamsters as a kid. Benefit, mm-hmm. you could have one at a time and they'll live a few years. So it's a very yes. low commitment. Yeah. But they're disgusting. <laughs> they literally, I had one, my mom, see, and this is why my mom is just like, oh, rodents, because this mm-hmm. one would lift up its leg and do almost a handstand on its kennel to pee on the wall outside of the cage. Oh, well. This hamster was vindictive, dude. And I love watching videos of hamsters. Like, yeah. nothing against hamsters. I do think they're adorable. And they're great beginner pets. Because, like I said, you only need one. They don't yeah. require... They require... I You would know. But, like, they require uh, enclosures. But they don't have to be as big as rat enclosures. Yeah. And, to be fair, they're um, supposed to be pretty large, though. Like, apparently all of they? the stuff that they sell in pet stores is, like, egregiously undersized. There's a Terrible. lot, a lot of tutorials about how to make one on your own. Because the amount of square space that they need is, like, actually pretty uh, impressive. So, yeah, I... Yeah, I feel like, I feel like I'm sure the also... way I was doing it 20 years ago as a kid was probably unethical. Like, not yeah, that I was we treated children. them unethically, but I bet right. But I bet the like the size that I had probably wasn't great. So yeah, yeah, I think it's something that like in recent years people have started to learn more about hamsters yeah. as like an animal and then alter their right. care to be more appropriate. But like in the 90s, right. we didn't know anything, you know, and our parents sure as fuck didn't know anything about that's true. Care, so <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So I know I've been doing a lot of research and oh, it's so exciting. It's, uh, it's uh yeah it's definitely i i always knew that they had to be in groups and i knew that you they need large enclosures yeah and they also just i mean also like parrots they need time out of their enclosure every day too Mm. i think that's also something people don't consider is that you and i have a play i have a baby gate that's a really big playpen thing for when my dog was a puppy that Mm -hmm. i was like oh i could set that up in the room too so they can be out while i'm in there filming and stuff like that so, so um and I have to keep them safe from Winnie because Winnie has um Winnie has a prey drive, but the reason yeah. I'm not concerned about it with this is that they'll have their own room and I won't ever ever don't worry if anybody's concerned about this, I will never leave them together yeah, in no. a, in an area alone. Yeah, they would be separated at least by a gate if not by several doors. Yeah. So, I yeah, if I got rats, they would be like I mean pets they would be part of my family so if you get rats you have to facetime me so that i can see them because i feel like they're gonna be so cute 
if you yeah if i joined a group on facebook that has breeders and stuff for it um because generally you go to a breeder for fancy rats because pet stores are just terrible uh obvious for obvious reasons yeah yeah they you have to get behavioral problems in pet stores because um they're often just like whether you want them for food for your snakes or for pets whatever it's fine like whatever you want to do and pet stores are just generally terrible but um they treat the they have bad enclosures and stuff yeah mm-hmm. right yeah never get never ever ever get it better to go to a breeder for for exotic animals than yeah. a pet store literally because pet oh. stores are so unethical That's so sad. um but so it's actually best to either you could rescue them of course from people trying to rehome them but mm. the problem with that is that rats only live two or three years at most oh, wow! and so getting them from somebody else when they're already six months to a year old like mm-hmm. vastly decreases their life or decreases the time you get with them yeah so i'd probably go to a a reputable breeder in my area that's fair um, because i'd want them as babies like after they're weaned so that they would grow up together and then i'm so excited yeah i'll facetime you but also i might just have them on the podcast sometimes like if they're out i might just like have them out i would die filming so yeah so you wouldn't get a hamster then no, because first now. of all, we're tapped out on pets. We have two, da- oh, two dogs and two you cats. Have four. That's true. And it's a full time job. But also, both of our cats are so, so smart. They're such little oh. shitheads. We've literally had to turn on the doorknobs because they're like handles, they're not like knobs. We've literally had to turn them all backwards and lock the doors when we leave any of the rooms because one of them will lean against the door and then the other one pulls the handle and they pop the door <gasps> open. Um, and they've also figured out that the little latch thing, they will paw Shut at it until it door. unlocks. Yeah, they're That's terrorists. That's diabolical. Yes. My cats are terrors for real. And they work together. Yes. Yes. Oh, they, my God. If I leave the house for too long and I don't say goodbye to them, they open my linen closet and rip all of my tablecloths out. And then when I come <laughs> home, they just sit there in front of it like. Hello. Told, like they're so sassy and also like despite my best efforts they will get into everything so i would love a hamster but i don't think that i would feel good about afraid in the house because i feel like we would constantly be playing interference to make sure that they didn't kill it which is probably not good for everybody that's probably not good yeah yeah that's probably not fun if they could get into bedrooms i mean at least like winnie would if she could but she's not that smart she can't, oh, yeah, she no. can't get it yeah she's like um the worst that'll happen is that Woody will be really mad at me for giving attention she gets very jealous and especially something she sees as prey she'd be like what the mm-hmm. what are you doing yeah. that is food what are you doing yeah my parents found two little mice in their in their yard mm-hmm. uh we're having kind of a uh we're kind of having a having an explosion and Tonka found one that's their golden retriever mm-hmm. found one of the mice and then my mom found one and she put them in a bucket because she didn't want to let like she doesn't when she finds them she doesn't want to let them go because they'll breed and like get become an oh. infestation in her yard and so I was dropping Winnie off to babe they were gonna babysit for a couple hours on Monday yeah. and I was like please don't kill those mice yeah and my mom was like I'm not gonna kill them I'm leaving them for your dad and I was like is he gonna kill them and she was like, I don't know. I, it's none of my business. I don't want to know. She was like, I don't want to know what happens. Oh I was God. like, so my dad comes home as I'm leaving. I'm like, dad, 
please don't kill the mice. They're yeah. so cute. They just were little baby mice. They were so else. Take yeah. them to the park and so let them go. It's okay. Don't worry. This has a happy ending. They didn't kill them. Okay. But um, because my dad was kind of teasing me and kind of acting like he was going to, Rude. and I went and I was like, literally, you could save them for me, and I'll bring them back to my apartment in yes. this bucket, and I'll like put them. I'll you know, there's plenty of owls and stuff here that would like use them as food right so well that's that's ethical like that's just the no, circle I know. of life. i just i don't want anything to die is my problem i, I know everyone well, then, the owls, then the owls would die if they even didn't. even like the lizards in my backyard because savannah eats lizards a lot she has oh, to be supervised no. in the backyard because we have oh, big gross. like godzilla looking lizards in our backyard like big geckos and stuff oh, and she yeah. loves trying to hunt them down and so we'll go out there with her and like play interference because I'm like, you're a murderer. Don't hurt my oh. lizard friends. But I just, yeah. I want everything to be alive forever. I totally so. get that. And I am of the, I don't think humans interfering unnecessarily, I find very annoying. Like That's I don't like fair. humans killing mice just because mm-hmm. they're like close to your yard. Like yes. that's an owl eating a mouse for it and its babies is like, I had nothing to do with that. Fair. So I, I did come home and they promised me they didn't kill them. My they dad did. said he was like, no, I couldn't do that. I, he was like, even like as much as like, I don't care. Like oh. he, he also could not look at their cute little faces. So yeah. he did like um, dump them like uh, in the woods a couple blocks away. So nice. that hopefully they'd get disoriented and not come back to our house. But I, I like to think that's me putting the, putting the sad face on for them, made them not kill. Yeah the mice because i was so like no they were so cute they're so cute also we should probably get started because we've been just chatting for 30 minutes i know that's okay i'm sure people are enjoying it i'm probably going to start putting timestamps in the description i'm actually um like just like not a lot of timestamps but just like if you want to skip the beginning banter Mm -hmm. here's where the topic starts perfect for people so that if they do want to skip this beginning banter mm-hmm. i'm not offended yes so i can do that and then i don't know what we'll do for the i can put it in the description of on the the for people oh, not yeah. watching on youtube the show notes. i could put it in the description and the show notes yeah if yeah. people want to skip by because i would appreciate that if i was a podcast listener Me so too. okay today i'm taking the reins and mickey is going to just react and listen and look pretty and mm-hmm. give me her input yes which sitting there and looking pretty is not hard for her i don't no. know if you guys have seen her but You're so sweet part of her life so today we teased this last week but today we are talking about mlms and i specifically need to get some shit off my chest about a (laughs) self-proclaimed queen boss mlm jesse lee ward oh boy i just want to put a disclaimer here that i am about to use a ton of annoying protective language so i apologize for how much i say allegedly in this video and stuff like that (laughs) because jesse lee ward is known for sending people cease and desists and trying to sue people she's very into that so i'm going to be very so i apologize to people out there listening but i will be saying allegedly quite a bit unless it's a very well-known fact so enough let's talk about mlms let's mickey knows what an mlm is but Mm -hmm. you guys might not so let's go over what an mlm is very briefly mlm stands for multi-level marketing you might hear it on 
if you hear anybody say something like direct sales or mm-hmm. network or marketing is the network other marketing is another big one. If yeah. you hear them, they're talking about an MLM. Yes. MLMs are things like if you haven't heard of it recently, I'm sure you've heard of the companies. Uh, Amway is an MLM. Mary Kay is an MLM. Mm-hmm. Pampered Chef. LuLaRoe. Yep. Young Living. doTERRA. Can you, what other what others can you think of? Beach Body, or it's called Body, Body. now. Yes. Um, Sensi, Bomb Party, Honey and Lace. I think Honey and Lace is dead now, but the uh, paparazzi mm-hmm. is the crappy jewelry one. Yes. Uh, Awakened. Oh, uh, all of the Oc- pearl ones. All um, those weird pearl parties. Octavia mm-hmm. is the literal ED. Yes one terrible yes that one's probably my least favorite monate oh no. how could we leave out monate the most monate is MLM the shampoo one MLMs. where the most mlm one yeah where a lot of people have reported allegedly having their hair fall out after using those products i genius is one q sciences we could go on and on oh, and on plexus is the other diet culture bullshit plexus one. oh yeah 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 anything that promises weight loss if it's an mlm it's very dangerous and yeah don't do it they're they're um these things are scams and again if you've never heard of it we're not going to go over the whole history but just so that you have a good idea of what we're talking about today the reason they are scams is because you make while there is a product in the company you make more money off of recruiting other people into the company than Mm -hmm. off the product itself. So you could make a small side income selling Monate shampoo if you wanted to. Maybe. Maybe if you worked very, very, very hard, you could make an extra one or $200 a month, but nobody knows because they can't make income claims. Yeah. Um, But, but you're going to make the most money off of, getting other people to become ambassadors and become salespeople for those companies. Mm-hmm. That's a Ponzi scheme yes. with a, that's a pyramid scheme with a product yeah. to sell. In it. Slippery Do you have anything loopholes. else? <laughs> to, <laughs> yes. With legal loopholes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and to be clear, many MLMs have actually gotten in trouble and gone to courts and had to go through many legal proceedings yep. for operating as a pyramid scheme. If you've ever seen the Lula Row documentary on Amazon, highly recommend. Yes. It's amazing. So good. That is them having to restructure their company because they got in trouble for operating as a pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm. If you've ever gotten a boss babe message or a hey hun message in your Instagram DMs, yep. your radar should be going off. Yeah. Do you have anything to add about like what MLMs are? I know that a lot of people have questions about like okay well if it's technically illegal or like if it is a pyramid scheme like how come they don't get shut down basically the issue is that because these are all independent and separate businesses the ftc has to individually legally assess each situation which is very costly very timely or time consuming anyways and so it's a difficult thing to do which is why we see so many of them because also too if one gets shut down or they restructure then people just migrate to another one or another one opens it's it's very much like whack-a-mole um and so yeah yeah, there's there's a lot of frustration for folks about like why don't they just get rid of them and like 
the short answer is that it's just not that simple. So that's also why they're so yes. dangerous because it is kind of an unregulated space in a way. And by the time uh-huh. that the FTC or like the appropriate legal authorities are able to enforce any consequences, it's too late. They've already ruined so many people's lives and like those people have already gotten caught up in it and like those people are never going to get that time and money back, you know? Right. Yes. Yeah. And they are technically legal because they sell a product. Yes. Yeah. Just because, but just because that's technically legal doesn't make it ethical. We've no. talked about that before. It also doesn't make it um, have many similarities to cults. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. It has a lot of things that are similar two cults i the most fascinating part about the psychology so oh i guess i said this when we recorded this the first time yeah but i've been obsessed with anti-mlm content lately i've been watching i've seen every single one of hannah alonzo's videos so good resource if people want like more anti-mlm content highly recommend hannah alonzo is one i love Mm -hmm. as well as cc suarez she's very spicy though cc suarez is definitely (laughs) way more um way more blunt than mm-hmm. hannah alonzo is hannah alonzo is way more uh, nice <laughs> but i do love both of them there's a lot of other creators uh jessica not jessica um um isabella lanter is another very good one that i love um just in case people would like to go down the rabbit hole yeah but the biggest like predatory thing that i find so fascinating is the bait and switch yes the promise of the promise in your dms of like time freedom retiring your husband Mm -hmm. uh generational wealth yeah general that's another like fancy buzzword they Uh like to use residual income and it's saying making it making Mm -hmm. it seem like you could just do this extra side hustle in little pockets of your day but then after they get you signed up it's not only very difficult to leave but you're suddenly don't have any time freedom suddenly you're pressured by your upline to uh, Mm -hmm. make up your upline or people that recruited you anybody you recruit is your downline Mm -hmm. to join every zoom meeting every night no matter even if you just gave birth three days ago they want you on that zoom meeting because because Kelly Sue took a Zoom meeting from the hospital while she was nursing her newborn baby. So, and then her baby went back to the NICU and she still joined the Zoom call. So why can't you? And it's stuff like that. My God. Also, actually, I think this is an important uh, time to clarify also that these institutions, the systems that these businesses exist within is predatory, but also that this is not shade at people who are in MLMs or have been in MLMs necessarily, especially like people who are at the lower level, like all of these people are being victimized, you know, like people like Jesse Lee Ward, people like the very upper tier people in that LuLaRoe documentary, like those people are hurting people, first of all. Um, but also, like, those are the only people who really make any money because when you get in at the, right. like, very, very, very early days, then you can make money and have this huge downline. But basically, everybody beyond that point is being victimized. So, like, please know this yes. is not us shading you or, like, being shitty towards people who've been victimized. It's that the system and, like, the uh, structure is predatory. Not that, like, every Tom, Dick, or Harry who, like, tries to sell Sensi as a stay-at-home mom is a predatory bad person. Like, that's not how that works, you know? Right. They aren't predatory, but they are sometimes exhibiting predatory behavior based on what they were taught within the MLM. Yeah. 
like again yeah same saying that structure i'm not i just don't want to also say that everybody in mlms except the uplines are innocent because some people do show and i'm not even calling them predators just exhibiting some predatory behavior by trying to keep people in in it even though they're not making any money even though they want to leave but again they're not usually they're just doing what they were told to do as well. And there's a yes. lot of brainwashing yes. that goes on that makes it also not their yeah. fault. And I, I totally agree that the majority of people are victims themselves. And it's yeah. really when we talk about this, it's often not about the specific people, but it is mm-hmm. about the MLM as a whole. Yes. So, yes. yes I there's do a lot of like desperation. Though. And I think also with like the current state of like socioeconomic yes. affairs, sometimes people are backed into this corner and start being a version of themselves that's like maybe not reflective yes. of their best self but it's not to say that they're exactly. like these irredeemable like terrible human no. beings you know like that's not fair these people are just being right you and know, a lot of people after they leave they feel terrible and mm-hmm. they go apologize to all their family yes. and friends yeah and they like yeah so absolutely like i totally get that it yeah. doesn't excuse all the actions that no, some people of course not do in it but yeah i do think that's important to know that it doesn't mean that they're a bad person or anything yeah like that but i will stand by the fact that the fact that i think government agencies have declared that over 99 percent of people don't make any money yes and often lose so money awful. and then when that happens they'll the your upline will blame you and your work ethic Mm -hmm. rather than the structure and it's just all it's that's why it's a scam yeah it's all bad oops all bad okay so along with my obsession with anti-mlm content Mm -hmm. and watching many hours of it often mostly uh typically every day watching at least one to two hours of content on Mm -hmm. this I have become so fascinated by Jesse Lee Ward I I'm you know what I'm gonna tell on myself here it's my toxic trait I do hate watch some people okay Hannah (laughs) oh no she is so fascinating to me like I know I don't want to give her the engagement but Mm -hmm. her the way she has roped so many people into her web is so fascinating to me i know so jesse lee ward is a top mlm creator she was in pure romance at first back when she was younger like over 10 years ago she was in the pure romance what Mm -hmm. she left pure romance she's an mlm hopper and she went to modare modare fired her in 2017 for again there's a lot of rumors that i won't really get into one of the rumors was that she was uh had a husband and was involved with one of the higher-ups at modair allegedly i have no idea if that's a real fact or not Mm -hmm. but i've heard it many many times before but again i'm not stating that as a fact um but i do know she was definitely fired either way Jesse Lee Ward, of course, has her own I'm version sure. of events. Yeah. So from Modere, she is now in a MLM called Prove It. And you have to say it like that because there's an exclamation point at the end. <laughs> Prove It. And it's spelled P-U-P-R-U-V-I-T. Ew. Also, can we talk about that just really quickly? I feel like so many of these MLMs, 
misspell things or have their own little like cutesy branding (laughs) that like is such a red flag like if the business that's trying to recruit you is like spelled incorrectly and has a bunch of explanation uh or exclamation points in in the (laughs) title and in the branding probably not run away yeah yeah (laughs) well it gets worse because prove it is a ketone mlm so not only is the MLM itself a scam, but the product they're selling is a scam okay. because they're trying to make it. They claim they claim that mm-hmm. you can drink this drink ketones and it will okay. put you into ketosis to make you lose weight. And spoiler alert, there is no way to go into ketosis without actually going into ketosis with a very very low carb diet which by the way nobody should do unless they talk to their doctor yeah can you explain what that is please for those of us who are uninitiated because i don't understand what like what does going into ketosis actually mean so the ketone diet and i am not an expert by any means also i am not a nutritionalist not a dietitian but um i am somebody who studies diet culture quite a bit is fascinating Mm -hmm. to me and i know that um i mean doing the keto diet is it's it's a diet no matter what anybody says it's still restriction it's still a diet however some people do go on it for diabetes Mm -hmm. to help their diabetes hannah got that part wrong it wasn't originally for diabetes it was originally to treat epilepsy so yeah that's why you shouldn't listen to people like me who are not professionals okay back to the show that's originally what it was for and do- and if you do it with a doctor who's telling you to do it for your diabetes i don't see anything wrong with that because you're doing it with the help of a health professional walking you through it and somebody um sure you could tell them if anything was going wrong but people notice that you lost weight on it but honestly it's not really of course you're going to lose weight if you eat less than 20 net carbs a day or whatever it is, you know, yeah. and it's essentially focusing, you eat fat and um, you eat a lot of fat and a lot of vegetables mm-hmm. and fiber, but very, but like, very, very the, low sugar. And what's carbs. the claims that they're making about what ketosis is supposed to do? Why don't I just like look up a quick definition and yeah. like, read it off of Google? Cause I'm sure it'll explain it. The first thing in Google will explain okay. it better than me. Ketosis is a metabolic state that occurs when your body burns fat for energy instead of glucose. The keto diet has many possible benefits, including potential weight loss, increased energy, and treating chronic illness. However, the diet can produce side effects, including... (laughs) I was not expecting that. The diet can produce side effects, including keto breath and constipation. Oh my god. Okay, so that makes sense why they tell people to do absolutely crazy shit, like putting a whole stick of butter in your coffee and shit, right? Because like the rationale is that you'll just burn fat instead of glucose and then you lose weight. Okay, get it. Exactly, exactly. But if you, I'm sorry, but if you cut out that many carbs, if you restrict anything in your diet, which you shouldn't do, but like constricting carbs like yeah like to that extreme of course you're gonna lose weight well yeah you're starving but, yourself essentially like it's a really creative way to starve yourself and almost put yourself into malnutrition like yes, great which <laughs> that's terrible again, for you i don't also bad for your mental i know health. no judgment for people doing it because i know that anybody's doing it is a victim of diet culture yes and yeah the, uh and 
but it's to me in my personal opinion it's not a sustainable way it's it's not sustainable you're um anybody who's done it I've heard it's very difficult like in the process of going into ketosis it's just I don't know. It sounds terrible to me. Yeah. There's nothing also, wrong with trying to eat more healthy fat and vegetables, but like you don't have to eliminate everything else to do it. Well, and for what it's worth, like any highly restrictive diet, whether it's keto or whole 30 or like just a calorie yes. limit or whatever, all of those are very highly correlated in the research with poor results. Like the research supports right. that this is not a sustainable choice. It's not a healthy right. choice. It doesn't positively impact your like health determinants and it's very, no. very dangerous for your mental health. So just like don't no. recommend, you know? Yeah. So she's anyway. charging people an egregious amount of money for a shitty restricted Hi, diet. Yes. Got it. But that's the one prove it is what Jesse Lee Ward is currently in. Jesse Lee Ward is known she's very charismatic. She's very good at people that like her, really like her, okay, and are very loyal to her. But there's people within the MLM community mm-hmm. who are actually in MLMs that don't like her and haven't liked her because she is, she's mean. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. She's just kind of mean to a lot of people. And okay. I'm not saying that as, I mean, that is an opinion, but look at her live streams, like, she yells and she's just a lot. So Jesse Lee Ward is endlessly fascinating to me. She is the one that uh, roped her team into going to Columbia at the beginning of this year, a few months ago. And um, she got oh. them to go to Columbia and was pretending like it was a vacation, but um, mm-hmm. said they were going to go on a hike, prepare for a two hour hike. And it ended up being a 15 hour hike. They were sleeping on the beach in Columbia where it's not very safe. I don't know if you know this, but Colombia has some very dangerous areas. People get kidnapped in Colombia for uh, for hostage American hostage situations oh. a lot. Interesting, and it's it's. But yeah. also, too, so can we I'm talk about gonna... the fact that like two hours, three hours, five, six hours? Sure, you can call that a hike. Fifteen hours, you're like migrating across the country. Like we're no longer hiking. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the intercontinental divide kind of hike. Like that's not a fucking normal expectation think, at all. That's why most people would. I think most people would agree with you. I think most people agreed that what she did, like uh, that's so what it was, because up. her story, her story kept changing. Like she was admitting to all this, like how she lied to her team and how she told oh them. God. But she warned them. She told them to get in shape. Like she gave them ninety days before they left what? to like make sure they were going to the gym and eating, eating all this blah blah blah, no. and that um, it was their fault for not asking more questions people train for months for for marathons which are like 26 miles well they should have asked her more questions about what was going to happen and she she would have told them if they had asked she's so mean oh my god she's mean she's mean (laughs) jesus okay the reason we're talking about her today Mm -hmm. (laughs) and as fascinating as all this stuff is there is something specific i want to talk about so jesse lee ward has very very tragically been diagnosed with stage four colon cancer just a few months ago god and the whole thing now i want to preface this conversation with me the fact that i don't care how mean you are i do not wish anything bad on anyone Mm -hmm. the fact that she's going through this is absolutely terrible and i i 
you cannot I would never judge how somebody would grieve through the process of going through something like yeah. that super valid getting diagnosed with something so terrible however she could get somebody killed by the way she is treating her diagnosis because the way she's treating her diagnosis is one thing but her sharing all this with her Mm -hmm. very large audience is concerning to me the reason she even found out was because she had lost a lot of weight recently Mm -hmm. unexpectedly well, we suspect that it was unexpectedly. She claims okay. it's because she was on the carnivore diet and she was eating nothing but meat. And so that's how she lost 15 <sighs> pounds of fat off my body because of this. And I've never been healthier, yada, yada, yada. Okay. I don't know if people know this, but if you're losing weight at a pretty rapid rate and you haven't changed that much, yeah, it can be a sign that something is wrong. That's how I found out I had Crohn's disease, amongst many other things. But I was losing weight very rapidly and wasn't trying to. And so she says that she goes to get an MRI at the hospital that Mm -hmm. she paid for out of pocket. And she just wanted a full body MRI because she wanted a general sense of what her health was like. Sus, but okay. Right? Weirdo. Very suspicious. People have a lot of doubts. And of course, we can't prove it. But it's very hard to believe that she was having zero symptoms mm-hmm. and then just decided to go get a baseline MRI to see how healthy she was. That's bizarre. So she gets this MRI and it lights up like a Christmas tree, pretty much, oh, with God. concerning shit. So they say, you need to get a colonoscopy ASAP because we are seeing some bad stuff. Badly. So the way Jesse Lee tells the story is... Because of my connections and because of the people I know, I was able to get a colonoscopy within a couple days. Um, and so I'm very grateful that I ordered an MRI for myself because I had no symptoms. I just wanted a baseline of my body. And then I was told I needed a colonoscopy right away. Um, and because of my contacts, I was able to get a colonoscopy literally next day when in the state of Texas, it isn't until April to get a colonoscopy currently. All doctors, I got multiple opinions, said that that MRI saved my life. It is a gene mutation. Nothing is wrong with my life. And thank God I'm in incredible health. So take care of your health. Love y'all. Which I can call bullshit on that. And this pisses me off. This is neither here nor there. But as somebody with Crohn's disease who's had a lot of colonoscopies, Mm -hmm. and I was only diagnosed a couple years ago, and I've I've had at least, like, I think five or six colonoscopies in the last... I had one, two, three, four... I have had at least four in the last two years, if not more, but I don't want to over-exaggerate either. But I've had a lot of colonoscopies, and I know if they are concerned about your health and they think something is wrong, it Mm -hmm. doesn't matter who you are or what your connections are. In almost every single state, they're going to get you in for an emergency colonoscopy. You're supposed to go through all this prep for colonoscopies, three Mm -hmm. days of prep and purging but i'm sorry if you it's an emergency they will figure out a way to get it for you right like the fact that is such bullshit and the fact that she tries to make herself look so special because Mm -hmm. she's rich pisses me off and i could call her because i have had a colonoscopy in an emergency situation i know they will squeeze you in yeah well and also too can we just talk about the fact that like like the the way she's talking about it is like also shitting on people who like if you were in a weird situation or like let's say you weren't able to get this emergency colonoscopy when you really needed one like her just being like oh I'm just so much better than everybody else and like basically what she's implying is you don't deserve medical care if you're not special like me like exactly why don't you fuck off with that fucking attitude like what kind of elitist 
bullshit is that? Yeah. Like, also, what competition are you trying to win, ma'am? Like, being I the know. meanest that you can be because it's working. God. And it's also just not true. If you walk into a hospital, it doesn't matter. At least in America, if you don't have insurance, they have to treat you. The second you walk in, you are their responsibility. They I cannot mean, refuse care to anybody. I can't speak to that because I am privileged enough to have had insurance my whole life. So I don't really know that I would know. But still, uh, like the reason I know is because I've worked in medical before. Oh, I've worked in a medical. Uh, I I was in, in the admin side of a medical clinic. But That's but cool. the second, like it's it's the law. Like if somebody yeah. walked into the clinic, it they they are they are under the law obligated as a medical professional to help them yeah it doesn't there's a lot of nuances to that and everything but if yeah. you walked into hospital they cannot refuse to help you just like They're i mean if you walked in with a heart attack not anyways they we'll have to that. save your life yeah yeah so we all know that's bullshit and again like you said it's her trying to just seem elite and like mm-hmm. well if you sold ketones like i do then you would also be able to get an mri <sighs> rude Anyway, so they find out from her colonoscopy that she has very bad colon cancer that has spread to her liver and her lymph nodes. She also goes in for emergency uh, surgery and gets a big chunk of her colon removed, which as somebody who's also almost lost their colon is Mm -hmm. very triggering for me to even like... Yeah, The fact that she's not taking this... Yes. So she gets out of surgery... She's recovering and they tell her what her options are and that she needs to go to chemo. She needs radiation and she needs chemotherapy if she wants to prolong her life. And she said, well, I don't believe in that stuff. The questions I saw a lot about was about chemo and radiation. We won't know anything until pathology comes back either today or tomorrow. And I'll update you guys on that. But then the other thing is like, I'm very anti all of that um, for reasons. I didn't even get my dog chemo when she had cancer. I took a holistic route, and so um, I did buy a hyperbaric chamber. For those of you that didn't see, I did take stem cells on the Friday before surgery. I will fly to Costa Rica to get more stem cells, like the deeper, crazier stem cells. Um, doing oxygen treatments, magnetic treatments, um, and red light therapy, and all kinds of ozone treatments, all kinds of stuff like that. But either way, I'll take y'all on the journey. So if you have any questions, feel free to ask. But she, she... I there's been rumors that she's not vaccinated against COVID so allegedly that's alleged I don't know I don't know for sure but like she's not a vaccine person she let a surgeon cut into her body and take a chunk of one of her organs out but when the doctors are talking to her about getting chemo then she says then they're just peddling chemo because that's how they make the most money my surgeon and the oncologist are 100% pimps, not of women, of chemo. They really love that hoe. Um, they really love her. They love her. She is it for them. They just, uh, they just want to get those commishy mishies and they don't care who don't. I mean, okay, maybe they do care who dies. I shouldn't say that. Oh um, but I will just tell you guys, I have never in my life seen such a strong and compelling sales pitch. They really should go into sales. Um, they really should. They did a double team like I've never seen in my life. Um, they were able to, um, they, they, they took the initiative to go past my two emergency contacts and call my assistant to tell her that I was going to be dead by Christmas if I didn't follow a chemotherapy protocol to scare the bejesus out of her, to have me get ambushed by my assistants and my lawyer the next day. 
uh, to then have me go, oh gosh, guys, like I could, I got stories for you. Okay, I got stories for you. I got so many stories for you. All right. No, sweetie, they're concerned and they're telling you that you're going to die if you yes. don't get it. Can, also, too, so, can, yeah. you know, actually, you know what? I'm please. sure that you're going to go off about it. Please, please continue. I'll save my <laughs> thoughts for the end. Please, yes, please. If you, if you have any thoughts, though, please. Okay feel free to interrupt me because I'm talking a lot. So moving on with this now in more recent times. So now she is doing all the holistic approaches to curing her cancer. She's doing juicing, juicing a ton every day. She's doing oxygen treatments, lymph node treatments. Okay. Uh, all these things that most normal, that only priv really privileged people could yes. do at all. Yeah. Which, fine for her. Whatever. And again, I don't care. I just want to reiterate. I don't give a shit how people, if you want to go this route and not get chemo, and that's how you want to think you could cure your cancer this way, doing that on your own time is one thing, but telling your massive audience that chemo mm -hmm. is not, is just poison, and that, I mean, it is, but it, it's life-saving poison. Yes, yeah. But, like, and all this is dangerous, and she's gonna, it scares me that she might influence somebody she's yes. very into coffee enemas enemas now those are those so dangerous yeah i wrote down some notes about coffee enemas if you guys don't know what an enema is enema is um when you use a device to squirt liquid into your rectum i have had to do them before surgeries before they are massively uncomfortable but you buy a kit from the store that has safe pH balanced saline solution that yeah. you use. You don't just squirt water or anything up your butt. Don't do that. That's do dangerous. it under doctors and don't do it for no reason. Yeah. I did it because the doctor told me to do it yeah. before I went in for surgery. She's been peddling coffee enemas. She literally said, she says at the end of one video, all of you should put some coffee in your bum hole. Like she actually recommended it to people as if she had any right to subscribe that. And the coffee enema thing, the coffee up my butt is like freaking amazing. I'm telling you, y'all should put some coffee in your bum hole. And I looked it up from Wik So this is just from Wikipedia. There's no scientific evidence to support that this does anything, coffee enemas. Mm -hmm. For starters and at worst, it's straight up dangerous. According to Healthline, coffee enemas can cause rectal burns, nausea, vomiting, cramping, bloating, and dehydration. Oh. But in the worst cases of prolonged use, it can cause bowel perforations. If you don't know what that is, it's um, when I've had these. That's how I got end up, mm -hmm. ended up in almost sept almost septic sept septic yeah. from my Crohn's disease. I was having perforations, which are small holes mm -hmm. that develop in your colon because of ulcers and other. Uh, bad things in your colon and it can cause that which are very dangerous it can cause an infection if you're not doing it correctly and most dangerous of all major electrolyte imbalances three deaths have been connected to coffee enema use two of them from electrolyte imbalances Great. and one of them was a possible bacteria infection although this to be fair is not confirmed fair. that it was for sure connected to the coffee enema but Still. i just want to tell people do not do coffee enemas. What are yeah. you doing? It mm -mm. can cause so many bad things and there's no evidence that it does anything at all. No. Wow. It's giving Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> like wannabe Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm sure she loves, I'm sure she loves <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. 
sure she does. In spite of all that stuff, mm-hmm. she is starting. And to me, this feels like uh, one of the stages of grief where she's going through denial mm-hmm. again. I'm mm-hmm. not her. I don't know. But it feels Fair. that way from what she's posting mm-hmm. that she's getting this deep. And that's what people are afraid of is that she's just kind of in denial yeah. of the cancer. A couple weeks ago, she posted on TikTok about how she got her Greek results, which for those of you that don't know, she sent her cancer cells to Greece and there was a special lab there that mixed her cancer cells up to test them against chemotherapies. Again, this is some real elitist privilege bullshit that most people couldn't uh, couldn't do if they weren't multimillionaires. Yeah. And that way, she, she, according to her, instead of getting just regular chemo, just throwing chemo therapies at her, she can test which chemotherapy is going to be effective against her cancer because now she might consider chemotherapy if she could do this specific one, which part of me is like good. Like I am hoping that she does go through with chemo, even though no matter what, if she is able to survive, she's going to say it's because of all the coffee Mm -hmm. enemas and shit and juicing. But she's not doing chemo yet because she said she's waiting for her next scan because she could just feel that her cancer is shrinking or maybe even gone. So with that said, um, I did get my test results back and I was really happy to see that a lot of the things that I have been doing are on there. And so just kind of an update, um, I am not making a decision on chemotherapy. So I know I'm getting asked a lot like, oh, are you taking chemo? Have you decided? Um, and I've talked about it uh, several places, but um, I'm not making a decision until my next scan because a, I can tell from the coloration of my skin, I'm able to put, I've been able to put on a little bit of weight, which is nice. Um, and just overall energy and vitality that something I'm doing is working very well. So I will scan again in about eight more weeks from now, seven more weeks or something. I'll take another PET scan because it'll be my three month scan to see, uh, the cancer shrinking, uh, and or gone. Sorry. So she wants what? to get. She wants, so she's going to get another full body scan to see where the cancer's at before she commits to doing chemo. Because if it's shrinking by what she's just doing, then she doesn't want it. Then maybe she can avoid the chemo. And she had supposedly uh, worked with some expert on this, but Mm -hmm. of course it's all what she's, it's all hearsay. So I don't even know. Okay. Now she's obsessed with frankincense. If you don't know what frankincense is, specifically frankincense from doTERRA or Young Living, which are MLMs, because frankincense from Amazon would not do. Frankincense is just this oil from this. And it's and it's a I believe it has native and tribal remedy roots like yeah. people uh, a- ancient remedy roots. So it's not that it possibly does nothing, but we have no evidence that it cures cancer. Yeah, no. So I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But she said in one of her recent TikTok videos that frankincense, the frankincense will, quote unquote, will kill 30% of the cancer that's inside of me. Frankincense, like essential oils, like get with your Young Living or doTERRA reps immediately. Colloidal silver, not a fan. Curcumin and turmeric, does not like it. Correctin, quercetin, I don't know how to say it, but I'm taking it now. And I feel like I'm missing things off the top of my head, but I will tell you, I thought it was amazing. The frankincense kills over 30% of the cancer that's inside of me. That's crazy. Crazy. I tried to look up what statistic she was even talking about. I could not find anything other than the fact that in a Petri dish, Mm -hmm. frankincense was killing a certain type of cancer. 
but that doesn't mean anything if no. it's outside if there's not like actual studies on people with cancer also too, where I did just, she get that from i just want to plug like the importance of like actual robust research here that like randomized control yeah. trial research is the gold standard when we talk about like whether we are able to demonstrate that something's actually effective. Like you have to be able to reproduce those results again and again and again to demonstrate that this is like a reliable phenomenon that we can trust and therefore implement medically. Like you can't just get it one time and be like, woo, I cured cancer. That's not how that <laughs> works at all. Wow. So she's taking frankincense in capsules. She was she's taking the oils okay. and putting it into capsules and ingesting it, which by the way, don't ingest in such essential oils. That's very dangerous. Um sh- it's very dangerous. So then she's rubbing it on parts of her body like outside where her tumor was and other places. Just as another PSA to be clear, like you said this earlier, but like there's nothing wrong with people using essential oils or holistic medicine or homeopathic remedies like herbal medicine like whatever like there especially if it's part of your cultural or indigenous roots you know like go off that's none of my business um Mm -hmm. but i just want to be clear that like there especially like some essential oils are like actually dangerous like there are essential oils that when you apply them to the skin can give you chemical burns they can also cause your your skin to become photosensitive which means that you're more likely to get sunburns and it can like really damage your skin and do all kinds of like weird wonky stuff there also are like potentially contraindications with whatever medication you're on like essential oils are not something that are just like harmless and and who cares like you can also actively harm your pets and potentially kill your pets i was just gonna say some of them are poisonous to dogs and cats yeah yeah so just like please again like it's none of my business if you want to be holistic or crunchy like from one responsibly yeah yeah, from one like you know uh new age uh interested person to another like go off but also (laughs) please be safe about it like it's just it can go wrong in so many different ways or at the very least if you're gonna gamble with your own health please don't advise that other people do it then at the very bare minimum do what you want because you know i believe in body autonomy and that's why I think that she can do whatever she wants. If she doesn't want to, if somebody doesn't want chemo for their cancer, that is their prerogative. It's their yeah, cancer. It's their, it's their body. It's their life. But advertising it to like, I think she has 177,000 TikTok followers on TikTok alone. And I know she has a lot on Instagram. Yeah. This scares me very much. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. And I've told you this before, but it makes me extra angry as somebody with Crohn's disease mm-hmm. and being at higher risk of getting developing colon cancer. It makes me it extra it extra pushes my buttons that she is playing so fast and loose with yes. such a colon cancer is known for being brutal yeah and it can take people out and it has and it's very much like skin cancer i feel like where people obviously sometimes don't take it very seriously yeah. Yeah. and it can be a very very dangerous cancer and i just don't like i don't like it like why yeah. All she has, and I'm not saying don't share your cancer journey even. Sure. All she has to do is say, I'm not a medical professional. I'm not advising anybody do this. Yeah. Talk to your doctor and make a decision that's best for yourself. But I'm juicing today. But Mm -hmm. I decided to take a coffee enema today. Like you could share your journey without 
being prescriptive about stuff and being dangerous because people that do like not everybody likes her people like us take everything she says with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. and assume yeah but there's people that really 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 like her and there's people that will take her word as gospel Mm -hmm. especially like like the vulnerable people that she's gaslighted into believing that she has the keys to the universe because she's getting all of this special medical treatment and she's making all of these millions of dollars Uh and changing her life and other people's lives with her stupid scammy mlm like they're real vulnerable people who might make life-changing or life-ending medical decisions because of her shitty takes like that pisses Mm -hmm. me off just beyond belief Mm -hmm. and the mlm uh within the mlm circles there's already i've uh listened to a lot of horror stories from especially hannah hannah alonzo who Mm -hmm. reads uh her subscriber stories yeah and there's several that have said that like my parent was so deep in an MLM that they when they were diagnosed with cancer mm-hmm. they refused to get treatment because they believed that the essential oils would solve it and they died <sighs> like literally has according to people's own mm-hmm. anecdotal mm-hmm. stories this has happened and it feels like MLMs attract crunchy people a lot which again yeah. like I uh, body autonomy in my own opinion yeah okay i feel like it's different like vaccines are different because that affects other people's bodies yes i just want to like okay i just want to say like i don't want to make it seem like i like i think it's fine to be an anti-vaxxer because i don't think it's fine if you're gonna possibly uh get a preemie baby sick or killed or somebody and and also like contributing to bringing back communicable diseases that have long been eradicated like it's not a good look to just eschew vaccines because you don't like them and now we have a fucking mumps problem like fuck out of here with that shit we got rid of polio and i'd like for it to stay gone thank you everybody get vaccinated i mean body autonomy when it doesn't affect other people yes yes yeah when it does not affect other people or the health of society Mm -hmm. And And also, like, those among us who are most vulnerable, you know, like, people who are disabled, people who are chronically ill, people who can't get vaccinated and protect themselves, like, choosing to not get vaccinated is an active fuck you to all of those people. And, like, that's mean. That's shitty. That's irresponsible. Like, don't be that person, please. Exactly. Like, when it's being, yeah, exactly. So, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's an important distinction, too, that I don't want people to think that I'm, like, be an (laughs) anti-vaxxer. It's your choice. No, no, no. I mean, when it doesn't affect what it it's just if it doesn't hurt or affect anybody i honestly most actions in your life i don't give a shit about like that's how i pretty much live my life is anybody like if it doesn't affect me or hurt other people then i don't care yeah but this kind of shit is very dangerous for uh just spreading this rhetoric at all and i also just like because she's been known as this person that is so untrustworthy mm-hmm. and he, she's shown time and time again i'm like people not just her but people like that in general i'm like aren't you worried that if something bad happens to you someday if you're in an emergency situation or in trouble or something traumatic mm-hmm. happened to you aren't you afraid that people aren't gonna believe you even if you should be believed apparently like, not i feel like she would just gaslight everybody honestly i you know it's just it's kind of like the crying wolf thing you know where it's yeah. just like she's like has this reputation of like not being trustworthy and i just i just my heart honestly breaks for her if it would more if i didn't know all the shitty things she's done to people because yeah. she's done legitimately malicious things yeah 
but but the human side of me just my heart breaks that she's going through this awful thing that anybody would be would change their entire world and to just oh god it's just well I think it's like an interesting case study in the way that groupthink and like especially MLMs the tactics that they use to manipulate people to brainwash people it's an interesting case study in how effective that is when it goes unchecked for such a long time you know like when people get so sucked into this culture and these belief systems that are actively dangerous like you can really end up in this place you know like where you're issuing modern medical care because like I don't know maybe she really does believe that like just putting some well-placed frankincense oil is going to save her life you know and like it's tragic and it's sad like on a human level I am inclined to agree with you that like right she's done a lot of shitty shit and also she's a human you know and like human suffering makes me sad especially when it's a, a result of these companies that brainwash people and make them believe these things that are just like not true and also wild, you know, mm-hmm. sad. And also, if rubbing frankincense over where your tumor was worked, nobody would have cancer. Correct. Yeah. If coffee enemas worked, no one would have cancer. Yeah. You know, or mm-hmm. everybody who got diagnosed with cancer would not die from it. Correct. So it just doesn't work that way. It's just, yeah, I know that I know that I'm not saying I know it's a fact that you can die even if you go through chemo. Like, I know that's not guaranteed, but studies and statistics and science has shown that your best shot is doing what your oncologist tells you to do. Yes. Yeah. I think also, too, this one pushes my buttons in a a different level (laughs) because I have a very close loved one who has cancer. And so the idea of somebody manipulating and abusing them into not getting the appropriate medical care and like that person dying would send me into orbit like just a different planet i i don't like it just it feels so disrespectful and icky and gross especially because the reason that she's doing this is trying to make money like she's actively trying to make money by manipulating people into making dangerous and potentially life-ending medical decisions she's some sort of superhero Mm -hmm. that can't be taken down by yeah it's ick is right yeah i don't like it i don't like it yeah thanks we hate it Mm -hmm. that's a thanks we hate it if there ever was one (laughs) i know i don't need to do that every episode you guys i'm so sorry listen i like it I like it too. It's fun. It's a fun way to like wrap it up. Be like, thanks. Mm-hmm. I do hate it. Thanks. We hate it. So oh. we probably should wrap it up. We've been yes, it's been blabbing a for a long time. Thank you I feel for like taking me on this journey, Hannah. Of course. I'm sorry. I talked so freaking much, no. though. I promise I won't be like do- dominating the conversation every week. Also, for... it was your turn. I did that last week. I know that's. <laughs> So. Which, speaking of which, let us know how you guys feel about this format. Yeah. Um, like Hannah and I mentioned uh, last episode and the episode before, we're still finding our footing and figuring out what works yeah. best for us, what feels fun and enjoyable for you guys. So let us know. Do you like this? Do you want us to go back to the other way? Should we try something and, different entirely? Right. Because we're also, if you guys prefer two topics, yeah. I mean, we, we're... We we love doing this. This is really fun. It's obviously a passion project for yes. us, but we're also doing it for you guys too. Yes. Like the it, 
the whole point is the audience so yes. let us know if you guys like the first episode <laughs> format or if yeah. this is good or you just like listening to us yap yeah that too honestly we love that so <laughs> yeah all right uh please like us on youtube or if you're listening mm-hmm. on a podcast please leave us reviews yes if you feel so inclined yeah subscribe in whatever platform you're listening on because it helps yes, us a bunch please. um and we yeah. appreciate having you here yay yes we're so excited to be here and to have you all we love you all all right all right shall we wrap it yep Thanks, everybody. All right. We'll see y'all next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.